And here we are. Wow, that wow, almost that didn't come open. Anticipatory. I know, it was like, that was like chunk. That was like a one of the delayed come yeah. kind of a I know, it's not even a diet coke, it's a diet A&W. Well, now you ruin it. God damn it, Dennis. It, this is an, an audio illusion. That, that a can our, is opening. They don't. It doesn't our have opening to be theme Diet song Coke. Is a, yes, it does. does our it? opening theme Shit. song is Dennis and opens, opens a Diet, Diet Coke. I thought and it could be We could have pulled a fast one tonight, and you open with honesty. I'm just And that too is really not honest. the way this is going to work. Well. Well, hello. This is the comedy couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Yes, it's a Sunday afternoon. No, it's an evening now. Yeah, and Dennis and is apparently just going to be honest, and and that doesn't bode well. Well, yeah, why not? Well, because we are about to do a podcast immediately after having dinner. We just chevved it up. And everything we're going to talk about in the podcast, we've already talked about at dinner. Not and that so much. we were going to try we're going to have to we'll probably repeat a lot of the things that we sure. said at dinner and and we don't we want, you know, our the charm of our podcast is that it's so spontaneous, which is just a nice way to say lazy, let's be honest. Right. But now it's like we had a rehearsal and I'm already worried a that dry it's going that it's going to come across as insincere and rehearsed and then you open with admitting that it's a diet cream soda yeah. and not even a diet coke and now I just feel like yeah. we should start over. The title of it will be Pack of Lies, Pack O Lies. Oh god, I just already um. am but you're you. I met the fellow that Tony had visiting from Boston, a Matt. My P Town boyfriend was here this week. Oh, he's so nice, and his cuteness sneaks up on you. What? He's sneaks very up on you. No, My he's God. very he's cute. So good looking. Yeah, but but he's sort of um, he's not like a pretty boy. Like he's. Like a real guy, and then at oh. certain angles, you'll just go, oh, wow. He it's disarming. takes my breath away sometimes. Yes. I it, think he's so hot, it's crazy. And, and he's so I love... smart and nice yes. and deep and thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. And he's cute. See how I was being shallow? Yeah. No, he's great. He's so kind and wonderful. And, you know, he lives in Boston. And so. But that's okay. He, he came into your world, and yeah. I hate to be that guy, but it'll, it is what it is. And it's. It's, Maybe it was just a moment in the woods. Dennis. Maybe it was a moment in the woods. It was a good moment, though, and oh, it was a long God. moment. It was a messy moment, I hope moment he moved too. out here. I had to do laundry. Really? Oh, my God, yes. I've never had to, as one person was wiping up, I've never had to strip the bed before. And, like, this has to get in the laundry immediately. Wow. And then he was like, I read online that if you put a half a cup, or maybe it's a quarter cup, of isopropyl alcohol in with the what like rubbing alcohol okay in with the wash it um takes out cum stains right now i've never noticed semen actually not just washing right out but i also don't have white sheets most of my sheets are olive green or dark green or navy blue like they tend to be darker colors right so i could shit the bed that's your color palette yeah you know, so I could be leaving skid marks in there, and God right. knows what. And I guess against the dark, it doesn't. But let me learn how I. Let me tell you how I. These particular sheets were very, very light olive, and right. they're that bamboo sheets, so they feel like. Do you have any bamboo sheets? No, I'd love it. You really need to. Everyone should buy a pair of bamboo sheets because okay. they're much more affordable than like the really like fifteen hundred thread yeah. count or whatever. But they're so silky and incredibly soft, and I think they're really eco-friendly and you get a sheet set for like 50 or 60 bucks okay anyway but there was just a mess and um 
just loads of load. And so uh, I was like, this has to go right in the way. And so I, but I tried it. I tried it with a, a cup of like a half a cup or so maybe of rubbing alcohol yeah. and whoosh, clean as a whistle. Wow. I can't really whistle. That's good to know. I'll tell you how I learned that it does stain. Because like when I first, when I was a teenager or whatever, oh, yeah. you would maybe use Socks. a sock. Right. And then they'd come back and you'd be like, ooh. They would be like yellowy, orangey. Yes, like, okay. Like rusted water Yeah, sp- like spots. just, yeah. yeah. And what is that? And yeah. then I was like, oh, I bet I know what it is. So you, it's a lesson you learn with socks. Right, but sheets, it never, I don't know. So anyway, so I put a little, so I think I put, I would say between a quarter cup and a half a cup okay. of rubbing alcohol in there and, and everything came out great. great. And the other items that were in there with it were not affected at all by the alcohol. Like it doesn't have any bleaching properties or anything. So I'd like to pass that on to the listeners. I think that's listeners. a tip. I think if anyone else has any tips, they should email them yeah. to us at the comedy couch at gmail.com. I think that's beautiful. Um, you people have been piss poor about the emails, by the way. Well, we, we haven't exactly been delivering a lot of podcasts. I know, we've waited like 10 days. And there was I a think, podcast between... listener that wanted to meet up in Phoenix and have me sign a book, and I didn't make the time. I couldn't figure out when to do it, and I. Were I you busy chewing or swallowing? Both, yeah. Or, yeah, those trips. I went on a press trip to Phoenix for four days. They're and gastrointestinally the f- intense, aren't they? They are serious. And the first time you, the first lunch, you think, okay, I'm not gonna go crazy on this trip, and then it starts. But of course, you're gonna go crazy. I know, but every I mean, time that's... you tell yourself, just dial it down a little, and right after the first meal, you're effed, and then you're gone, yeah. and then. But you know what? When people are spending, when they're paying for nice meals, yeah. in really cool places, yeah. and um. You don't have to have a coupon. I'm like and that. I was like that I all weekend with readers. Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, it's like I was at LAX mm-hmm. and waiting for him, waiting for his flight because it was very, it was delayed. Mm-hmm. And because that's the kind of uh, boyfriend I am to my P-Town boyfriend. I park and go in the terminal. I'm not going to like say, oh, yeah, I'll meet you on the curb. Or yeah, after you get your that's I'm going in. Yeah, and I would have gotten flowers if I had passed uh, anyone on one of those islands yeah. on the freeway off ramp selling him. I would have gotten some. But, I love um, that. I love what he's brought out in you. And um, I bought Literally. a big old bag of pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now it comes out of the got, wash. We got the laundry bill to prove it. It'll all come out in the wash. And it turns out it does all come out in the wash <laughs> if you had a half a cup of isopropyl alcohol. And by the way, the rubbing alcohol that I have is wintergreen scented, so it's, it's like bright is it the green. Ru- it's called rubbing out alcohol. No. <laughs> Ru- uh, rubbing, rub one out alcohol. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I can't. Here's the rub, um, and um, and so the laundry all came out and smelling vaguely minty in a really mm. pleasant way. That's cool. So that might just be a good tip, just anyway. for anybody, for anyone. Just, yeah. So um, you've been eaten, but yeah, I bought a bag, a giant bag of those pretzel crisps, the no, flat pretzels, which yeah. I love so much. Yeah. They were selling them at this little kiosk at the airport. P.S. for four ninety nine. Shit, that's love. And I just bought them while I was waiting for them because it was like, well, the fucking crazy weekend of eating starts before he even gets off the plane. So yeah. literally, when I said hello, I was literally chewing. Like, I'm like kissing him hello and I have pretzel in my molars. It's good. And we did not stop. Basically, we had something in our mouth all weekend. It's nice. It was either a food item or each other. That's kind of nice. how that worked. But it was great, though, because so, so many great. times you can meet people and it's site-specific, and then the next no. meeting is awkward or He's whatever. He's a special human. He's for sure. I'm so glad. Yeah. 
I'm so, so happy. Yeah, we went to the Getty. We went and saw Toy Story. You do 3 all the stuff. And went and that, saw yes. the, the with the He's fun zone behind it. He's got you talking about it. reading books. Well, yeah, I'm gonna read a book. Yes, that I'm not even mentioned in, and uh, but you know, we'll just see how that goes, and let's not. You know, let's I, I not think make it's a, gonna be interesting. Yeah. I well, have it in here, I'll lend it to you. Today. So Dennis, you were on a trip to Arizona. Yes. Phoenix, a Arizona. Press trip. I haven't done one in a long time and this opportunity came up. I'm still not quite sure who I'm gonna write about it for because all my outlets are jumbled and if I do write for it, I doubt I'll get paid anything. But it was a chance That's to go. Great. I stayed at the Valley Ho Hotel, which is yeah. a refurbished, legendary old hotel where Natalie Wood and Robert Wagner had their reception for their wedding. Wow. And they redid it, and it's like walking into Mad Men. I really fell in love with it. I loved it. Yeah. And it makes the you want to smoke. It makes you want to smoke, and I kept waiting for Have Don an Draper and hit Eddie a woman. Draper. Oh, I wanted to hit a woman. Yeah. I wanted to go back in the closet. Um, wow. But uh, there was like a Philip Stark bathtub right in the middle of the room, and it was super cool. So mm. I was, and then we switched to the other hotel, the Arizona Biltmore, uh, which was Classic. a little more classy and old school and wonderful. I mm-hmm. like the Valley Ho. I could, I could see going there and staying at the Valley Ho just because I like the vibe of it. Yeah. And well, um, during the summertime, there's incredible deals. Yeah, and because tourists and, don't really so much yeah. want to go. Um, during the winter, it's really expensive, but yeah. Um, and there's this new thing in Phoenix called the Musical Instrument Museum. Have you heard of this? Nope. It's a museum of musical instruments. It's in Paradise Valley. It was mm-hmm. built by one of the founders of Target, who I know we have complicated feelings about them right now. But but do we really? I don't. Not not that complicated. It's not that complicated. No. Target's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no product you can buy or business you can support that isn't donating to some hateful, horrible yeah. organization or oil money or blood yeah. money. Like you just can't. You know, I I appreciate the principle of it. And I'm glad that, you know, the gays called them out and got their apology. Yeah. And maybe there will be another donation made yes. to a, you know, more open-minded candidate or it will some review. But, you know, I also kind of feel like whatever businesses want to do with their profits and stuff is kind of their business. And I'm glad we call. I mean, I, I'm glad we called them out on it, but I'm not going to stop shopping at Target. Let's yeah. be honest. Well, um, if I, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I still, you know. I mean, they I could be, be they could be sense. slapping the shit out of Alec Mappa in the parking lot, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Excuse me, I have to get yeah, in there. I want to get in there. I want to get that Massimo. I want to check out those. Shirt, yeah, Massimo, those I Massimo like those Moreno shorts. underwear. Right. So no, I've got I do. I do like. I was trying to think of what I bought there recently, but I did buy those underwear uh, that I like very much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what were we talking about? Oh, the musical the instrument museum. It sounds Dullsville like musical instruments sure from all around the world. It's gorgeous. It's set in Paradise Valley, right up in the way the building is built, and it's just fascinating stuff. They had the piano that John Lennon wrote "Imagine" on, mm. and it was like not even a fancy piano. He just yeah. went into the store and bought one, and I think the dude didn't even know who it was. And this was like post Beatles. And wow. You know who owns it is uh, George Michael and Kenny Goss. It was donated from the Goss Michael. Foundation, and I like to imagine that the fights that have been had, had over that, fight, piano. yeah, about him like getting blown in a part. Well, well, I'm just gonna go give it to some museum in Arizona. Fine, you do that. So what you're fight. saying is isopropyl alcohol also takes jizz off piano keys. It totally does. It's the lesson learned. Yes. There. So I like to imagine there was some story of some fight, some yeah, whatever. Uh, but it was cool. It was a cool museum. Very different. Loved it. Um. What else? We had different weekends. 
you had uh, you had not I had a lot, a lot of, of heavy sucking fuck action you had, in the bed of my fuck truck. Right on, man. That wasn't even a very good Falcon video guy. Well. because You know why? Because it was lovemaking, mm -hmm. and it wasn't um, nasty. Oh, man. But it was laundry-inducing, laundry-necessitating yeah. lovemaking. Um, no, whatever. It was really great, and he's, you and know. he's I mean, fun. He likes to do fun things and go and do. Yeah, he's terrific. Um, and, I liked him very much. Um, so. He seemed so, I was touched by how he wanted to make a good impression. He's like, I don't want to be the guy that does it. And I'm like, dude, listen. You're already the coolest guy that Tony's ever brought around. <laughs> Go ahead and just say it. Because I know that's what you were. You were like, listen, round guy. <laughs> First of all, I can understand the shit you're saying. And some of it's actually really fucking smart. So I don't know how to even process this. So don't worry about being the guy. You are so the guy. And it, it is all good, motherfucker. It is, right? That's what you wanted to He's just going, say. You're going to Hollywood. You, you know what? I like I'm the way you're you an through. artist. You know what? I like the way you sing. I, I like your voice. You I'm sending you through to Hollywood. Uh, that's a yes I'm to Hollywood. I'm sending you through to finals. <laughs> How about that? In fact, we're firing Ryan Seacrest, and you're hosting this show from here on out. It's a yes to Hollywood for me. Wow. Yes. Oh, we have to talk about Idol, all the shenanigans on Idol. I'm glad Ellen's out of there. Uh, yes. But I, like, I don't like her attitude of like... Her pouty. Well, it wasn't a good fit, Dennis. Wasn't a good fit. It for just her. wasn't a good fit. Mm. She didn't like um, crushing young people's dreams. No, no, no. And the truth is, she was lame on it. Yeah, she never crushed anyone's dreams, <laughs> and she told hacky, dreams. dumb jokes. Yeah, and wear trousers. Yeah, like no, it was just like I love that she collected all this extra money for this job, and yet we're supposed to feel bad for her because somehow. It wasn't a good fit. I mean, look, I do get that while it was in production, that is a really tough schedule. She would shoot one or two Ellens and then go and do, yeah. you know, idle two entire days a week. And, you know, for she probably had to do that for what, 16 weeks, yeah. 12 weeks. So, you know, that's a rough, I guess. She still had her weekends. Like, it's not like she was working seven day weeks for 12 no. days a week. But, you know. I don't like, there's some kind of victim-y thing. But, yeah, to really I act I've like, turned on her. I've totally turned on her. Well, I haven't turned I on have. her. I just, okay. I've heard stories. Like I've it. turned. I like that you've turned. I like it when you turn on anyone. First of all, I hate job hogs. In this economy, <laughs> Seacrest can go, you know what? And Ellen's like on the stamps at the post office and the smart water and the cover girl. She didn't even wear makeup. Yeah, she's never put her own makeup on. Other people put it on her, and it's probably not CoverGirl. Let's yeah. let's be real about that. I think she's greedy. That's well, all. Job I, hogs. I'm not. She's into making it. hay while the sun is shining, Dennis. Well, um, I would love Elton John to be a, a, a judge. Yeah, because he's can be. I bitchy. think he can really feel the Simon Cowell. First of all, you need a man with breasts <laughs> and a bad attitude. And an accent would be who, nice. Uh, yes, an accent because those insults are all better yeah. in British. They just are. Yeah. I, it, I hate saying it. As someone who likes to insult right. people, the Brits, I can't fucking hold a candle. Me at my best, I can't hold a candle to a British guy phoning it in. Like yeah. that's just the, it's like the unfortunate, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's like trying to outfuck a Puerto Rican. It's not going to happen. <laughs> They're just gifted, right? They just have some inane. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
Inane. They have this inane ability. They have this I think inane I meant ability, innate. Yeah. innate is the but, word that uh, I meant to use. <laughs> well, you used up all your smart talk on that boy. And so now I'm just calling Talking about inane. book learning and museums oh, and shit. Oh, goodness. I wrote a tram yeah. up to a museum yep. and drank an adult coffee. Wow. Um, and looked at plants. Oh, I love it. But, He's a charm um, monster. Yeah, it, that was I hope nice. he comes back soon. I liked him. Yeah. I was like, does he have a friend? Do you think he has a friend? Wow. I mean, he has a lot of friends. He's so okay. likable. I know. He makes friends wherever he goes, Dennis. That's I true. think our waitress from Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles last night is probably going to be in touch with him. On Facebook? She was. Yeah. yeah you think I, I think I charm people. Yeah. But he's like stealth. Like, I'm really obvious about it, but he's like stealth charmer. He's he's from the Less is More school of charm. Ugh, I don't know. I don't speak that language. <laughs> Talk about books I haven't read. That would be that would be one right there. Um, but yeah, Idol. I uh, J Lo. I like that idea. I don't think she has enough to say. Well, I remember when she she mentored, and I thought she was good. Okay. Because I what I like about her is I like her as a celebrity, yeah. but I don't like it when she sings, dances, or acts. So mm, I'm so yeah, you're conflicted. <laughs> so let her sit behind the table and talk. Okay. I want to try it out. See how I it goes. would. I'd be open to it. <laughs> now you know the rumor, according to um, the insider, they have a source okay. that claims that Ellen or no that um, J Lo will do it. Excuse me, but in her deal it says she can be the only female on the panel. Wow. Which guarantees Kara. Because, you know, Kara's contract is yeah. up and still yeah. hasn't been renewed. P.S. Not a peep from her. Yeah. Like, so uh, Paula can't come back. She's under an exclusive deal with CBS. Yeah. And can't find the studio anyway. She forgot. <laughs> and doesn't know where she, she is. She sold the car with the GPS. Now. <laughs> yeah. Even. Yeah. Um, so I don't care about, I think they're saying like Harry Connick Jr. Or Steven Tyler. Neither one. No. Yeah, I don't want to hear these those two guys trying yeah. to, you know. But I hope it's th- I hope it's only three judges. Yeah, four is just too many. Too yeah. much talky talk, and I know I want to sing. Yeah, I hear them it's so sing. weird. It's not about the kids anymore. Now, so you think you can dance? Uh, Isn't that ending this week? Coming up, yes. I just watched the two hour episode because I missed it when I was in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I, my three favorites are down to the teapot. End. Lollipot and Thumbelina. <laughs> no, they don't even have weird names this time. Well, Atachike did, but he's out. Atachike. Back scratch. <laughs> it's Kent. Tokorn. Tokorn was really. Robert. I thought Tokorn was going to go all the way. <laughs> and Lauren. Wow. Lauren is a Phoenix girl, and she's a little piece of heaven. Uh, Kent Lauren. is going to be hard to beat because he's the farm boy from um, uh-huh. uh, Wapakoneta. And oh, Robert lives here in North Hollywood with roommates, so I could run into him at the Pitfire Grill. Oh, for sure. And he's a dreamboat. Oh. So it's my three favorites. I love that show. My favorite part is watching Robert take criticism. Just stand there and be beautiful and kind of nod. Mm-hmm. He's very sincere. He takes it in. You're st- I'm still beautiful. I'm still beautiful, but he doesn't really yes, know Yes, I it. will point my feet, but I'm still beautiful. He doesn't know how beautiful he is because his mom's had a hard road. So he's he's had a tough like he hasn't he's had he hasn't had an easy road. So he doesn't know how beautiful you know what I mean? Like he's So I'm hotter than I think because my mom drinks. No, she doesn't drink. Um <laughs> I had too much like shit to deal with to uh focus on the shallow. Wow. 
Okay. I think he's he's got a he's a more mature for Look, his that's age. good. I think that's great. Yeah, and also he was he was in the bottom three a few times, so he's kind of the underdog. Like he always thinks this could be it. Yeah. Whereas the other two are always kind of superstars. Um, but I love that show. People cry and shit. Tice he, was a fucking idiot this week, though. God, he's a turd. Tice Diorio? Yeah. Yeah, he's insufferable. He says dumb shit. He choreographs good numbers, but when he's a judge, he's so weird. Do you know, because I saw Toy Story 3 yeah. again today, the dance numbers were choreographed by Cheryl Burke and Tony Davalani. That's hot. So they did like the Spanish, like when Buzz Lightyear oh, becomes nice. Spanish and dances. That's cool. And then at the end, he and I Jesse have that. that big dance number. That's I great. saw in the credits. Dance choreographers Cheryl, Cheryl Burke, Burke Tony, Tony Davalani. One of the choreographers from So you, uh, from Dance with the Stars choreographed on So You Think this week. Mm. The one that danced with Marie Osmond that I think wears the hairpiece. Oh yes, that seems is really nice and seems gay. And he's married, for sure gay, but married. Jonathan Roberts. Jonathan Roberts, but seems yeah, gay. for sure gay. But uh, anyway, he. I'm, I'm guessing he's Canadian or something. And married. There's a green because, card. Yeah, yeah, there might be. Or he's right. Or his. Oh no, his wife is the redhead. The Russian redhead. The, yeah, yeah, the Ukrainian or whatever. Yeah. Question yes. answered. Moving on. I think you are. You need to get uh, some. You're not adjusted. Mel. I was trying to do Oksana, but it's been it's been a couple of weeks, so I don't even remember what she said. Yeah. No new tapes, right? We're fresh out. No, of tapes. it's like. Is there more tapes? No, he's laying low like Janet God Jackson between albums. Like Shit. it is like. He's uh, he's disappeared. So I want to talk about you going on dates with people. I've been going on. Da- I've had a few dates with the, with a couple of people. Yeah, well, yeah. Outfest is where I. Outfest is like um, trolling for. Outfest is like, like Supermarket is like Sweet. Ellen, I just throw as many is in like my car Ellen as I can. at a job offer convention. Yeah, she re- at yeah, a, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. you at Outfest. It's me running through the aisles, throwing as much shit in my cart as possible. So, uh, yeah, I've had, I've gone out on a few dates with a couple people and, um, they're both nice and, uh, I'll see where it goes. I don't want to talk too much about it because Why? I, 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 if, if, I don't know if they listen one, I feel like might listen Ugh. and it's weird. And I've only, yeah, it this. is weird. Dennis. Now give it up. Tell us the story. That's the, you know, you have to have suffer for your art. I know. God knows but... I've had enough people that I didn't want to hear this shit, listen to the podcast, <laughs> and then call me out. And so right. now it's your turn. It's, it is really tricky to be someone who dates people and has a podcast that they could listen to yes. because they do listen to it, and then you, the jig is up. Right. Uh, so, yeah, but um, it's you know both of them I've gone out with a couple times each and um, trying to figure out um, you know how much I'm into them and how I'm and also like I've got so many other things on my mind like job like trying to find a job and stuff like that and so it's kind of like I don't know you almost feel like you'd have to be knocked over by a truck like you were with Matt to in order to for it to penetrate the the life of like, oh, what the fuck am I going to do? Does that make sense? Well, it does, but it sounds like excuses. Yeah, of course. That's what I said. It, yeah. You'd have to be really like, boom, bowled over. But I've only, you know, I've only gone out with them a couple times, so I want to give them a chance. I don't want to say, you know. Okay. Does that make sense? Well, but I, feel I mean, like one a little, of them is, but it's one like of them you're I making out with people. Not and fully. And you haven't made out with people in a really long time, and that's a big that, deal. That's cool, and I like it. But they're not full-on makeouts. Not, neither of them have been, like, super hot and heavy. B- 
but what do you mean like full like you have not been like um, you haven't even had, had to do laundry in your pants no no you didn't even get a little wet in there <laughs> like a wet spot like a sticky like a spot dime. Uh, yes like a dime exactly. i don't probably not no so well a you need to drink more liquids uh but all yeah. right okay. so um one of them is really into me and the other one i'm not sure so yeah but, you um, heard that couch potatoes yeah one of these guys is really into dennis and he doesn't want to tell us the story but don't worry, I will get it out I'm of not him sure in upcoming weeks. I'm not yeah, sure yeah, yet. I respect yeah, you know it. I mean? No, I respect yeah. what you're doing. I just, I'm not sure where it is. It's just yet. annoying. I know. Well, but, you know, but that's I understand. I, I will say this about dating in general. Oh boy, I want to be with somebody who I can talk to like I normally talk, and I don't mean yeah. that in terms of language or blue like dirty words or whatever. But like, I find myself sometimes when I meet new people, not talking like myself. Like, yeah, you changing, shouldn't do that. But I do understand. But you understand, understand why you do it because you feel like, well, you feel like they don't get. I that think it's a one. graciousness of trying to meet someone halfway, halfway yes. and maybe maybe overshooting it a little. Yeah, but you can't live your life. You can't have a future. With right. No, I wouldn't want to build a relationship right. with someone that I couldn't talk like myself with right and that think that's a big indicator huge i no, i think you're absolutely right. right i think you can be sexually attracted to someone and they can be a wonderful person in every way and on paper you're like well yeah. i should be head over heels with this person but yet there's some part of you that either correctly or incorrectly you feel that you can't be totally 100% your authentic self with them right, in some capacity. They feel it's something it's off or something. And maybe yeah. you're wrong and you could right. be or maybe it's true you can't be, but yeah, right. it's a real I remember there was somebody a while ago that I like spent a little time with and I don't know, but there was they were so earnest and nice, mm -hmm. but there was an earnestness that was at odds with my worldview and I felt like I couldn't which is, Talk like myself. Which is frightening because you're one of the least jaded people that I know. Right. And but I so, see humor and absurdity in a yeah. lot of stuff. I don't know. It's weird. It's like you just feel like, oh, I'm affecting the way I speak or I'm not speaking like my normal self. Yeah. And that's a weird red flag sometimes. Totally. So deep. Well, speaking of jobs, it looks like you're going to be getting one. Oh, well, I don't want to say it so. yet because I until it's fucking official. Right? Yeah, it's nothing is official yet, but it really looks good. But you were, yeah, it's 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 around the world that Tony works in. We may actually be working together on something, or it's in the same thing. I had a meeting about it. it went well. Little correspondence went well. You had a meeting, and it seemed like. You're, you have well, more info than I I do. told the Joan Rivers story in the last podcast, right? I don't think so. That I got this call to go to Joan Rivers' house just two days, 48 hours after seeing the documentary, which really No, I think we talked after the documentary, me, but I don't think you had gone there yet. I, I was think... really upset after the documentary, and it really made me uh, – it really affected what I thought of her. And then oddly, and, and I went to work the next day and all, we, all the writers talked about it. And I was very much in the minority in the, in terms of the strength of my venom, the power of my venom for her and really feeling like, wow, there really was not a lot of humanity there. And I, right. and, and just, you know, she's scared about work and whatever you guys all heard the podcast, you know what I thought. And then I get this call on Tuesday to go to her house Wednesday afternoon and write jokes with her at her house. And so of course I go 
And, right, and you got it from the promo department. It's from style. the promotions because she's uh, they're bringing back Fashion Police uh, every week at E. And it used to be, you know, just after the like award shows and stuff. But right. now it's going to be a weekly show Friday nights at ten thirty after the soup. So it's a, you know great time slot, big show, spending you know money, whatever. And so the promo department hires me to go and write these jokes with her. So I go and she's wonderful and we really Did get you know on the well. Promo department people, or nope. they just knew you were funny. Yeah, they knew me from the dish, and they yeah. had heard my name around when they called some other people that weren't available. Some people said, "Oh, Tony Tripoli, Great. you know, already works there. Maybe he could do it." Anyway. So, uh, as we were leaving, Joan... So, wait, back up, though. You're punching up for a few hours at her Yeah, house? there were three writers there. Right. And two women from the promos, the promotions department. Right. And the other two writers really didn't uh, say a whole lot. Which blows my mind, because I, I know who one of them is. Yeah. They were um, very, very talented writers, I'm sure. Um, and it was my first time meeting both of them, and they were very nice. Um, but very quickly... It became kind of a meeting between Joan and I, and right. and she laughed a lot and was incredibly complimentary and and like took her reading glasses off after one of the things I said and pointed at me with her like the stem, the side, the parts of the glasses, pointed at me with them and went, "You, oh you," and it was like, "Oh my God, I can't believe how She's flattered I was," yes. and it like really gave me goosebumps to like have this sort of comedy legend you know, whatever, act like I, you got it, kid. Or, you know, it was that kind of a moment. Of anyway, and so all of the things that I didn't like about the documentary were not what I was experiencing. She was very grandmotherly and Yenta-like and insisted that everyone have something to drink, not just water. And and she kept apologizing if there weren't better snacks. And it what's was like... Her, what's her place like? Well, we was only, only saw... living there? No, no, it's actually Melissa's house, okay. which is where she stays when she comes to town. But they're also shooting a reality show, she and Melissa, that will... Um, it's called Mother Knows Best, and it starts airing in January on the Wii channel. So they've gutted the house and put all the furniture in storage because they didn't want anything to get bumped or scratched from the crew being in the house and it's got the the chinese lanterns you know all taped up on the ceiling yes. so they can shoot in there so they were there was some rental furniture but the main entryway was completely empty so i mean it's a gorgeous house in the pacific palisades um but it wasn't like you know in the documentary when you see joan's apartment yeah, and she's you have like, that real this sense is how of the marie antoinette would have lived if she had money yeah, line and it's sort of like it's like Versailles if Prince bought it. Yeah, that's kind of like what her apartment looks like. Yeah, and so, so yeah, so we have this this like three hour you know punch up of and we write all these you know funny jokes and bits and and she's filthy and wonderful and saying cunt left right and center and I'm just in heaven and and then we go to leave and it's five people all saying goodbye and I was the to be number four and when uh. She, and then I was thinking, God, you know, as I'm watching everyone say goodbye to her, I'm feeling like, did I just not let anyone get a word in? Was I being like too pushy and obnoxious? But I felt like other people really weren't saying stuff. Yeah. And and eventually she kind of seemed to clue in at it. And it felt like she was just asking questions directly at me. Yeah. And it pretty it pretty quickly devolved into a conversation between two people for three hours. I yeah. mean, but maybe I was just, you know, trying to be impressive so hard that I was an asshole. And oh, shit, now I'm doubting myself. And I'm watching everyone say goodbye, and I'm the fourth person, and I extend my hand to shake her hand and say goodbye, and she doesn't even look at me, and she smacks my hand out of the way and grabs the girl that, the from uh, promo department that was the fifth person, the last person, and pulls her in, 
and says, oh, darling, thank you so much. It was great meeting you. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm about to get chewed out from, by Joan Rivers. She's right. clearly upset with me. And so all four of the people go out the front door and she, uh, I lean in to take her hand and she doesn't even look at me and she puts her open palm squarely in the center of my chest and stops me. Doesn't look at me, sticks her head out the front door and goes, oh, you guys, Tony says he needs to use the powder room. So don't wait for him. Go on ahead. Bye. See you later. And then it becomes like crazy slow motion. Like I hear the latch click. I see her turning around and like the fabric of her, of her flowy jacket is like billowing in slow motion and her finger is like right in my face. Like I know it happened in an instant, but it seemed like it took forever in my mind and I'm just clenching my ass and I'm terrified. And then I fucking focus and her finger is an inch from my face and I know I'm about to get my ass chewed and she goes, you, I am not doing this show without you. You need to tell me what I have to do right now to get you to sign. I want you to be on this team. And she said all these really, really nice, hilarious things. And Melissa comes running down the stairs and we go right into the kitchen and they were like, we want you on this show and blah, blah. And it was really, really nice. And so I'm not surprised. I think that's a perfect fit. It was a really great thing. And so as it turns out, they brought me back. It's shocking. And I am sort of like a 77 year old Jew in a lot of ways. Um, and, but you're both fearless in the kinds of things you'll say. Yeah. And so thank you. And so I went Saturday and I was the only writer there for the actual shoot. When they take the promos and pretty much directed, you know, the shoot Joan really put me next to the camera and wanted me kind of like running things. And, and and she was wonderful to me and so nice. And she was like, you're, you're going to, you're going to be my guy, right? You're coming to the show. And I was like, well, you know, I would love to, but I also love my bosses and the people I work with. Um, the show and I have, they have to sort of let me go. So the latest is I'm for sure going to be Jones joke writer for the fashion police. Right. But that's not a full-time position. Right. And so there is a full-time writing position, which you, uh, met them for. Yes. And what they're going to do is allow me to work full-time at the dish, but then let me go to do this other stuff part-time, which would be like two days of the week. But what I'm saying is that seems silly and like asking for scheduling problems. Why don't they just put me in the writing position full time on Fashion Police and put you on the dish full time instead of having me trying to answer two different bosses and keep everybody in the loop? And so I really don't know where things are going to land. But um, yeah. And so and Jonah and Melissa have called me for two other jobs just in the last week that aren't related to E other stuff that they're doing. They want me to, you know, come and write jokes for and stuff. So it's really good that it's been a good fit. And I've been, you know, writing a lot of stuff for Joan and we're going to do an event Tuesday night. She's, she's hosting a drag. They pay you separate pageant. Yeah. They're going to pay me, you know, pay me separately. So, you know, okay. it's just, I'm just trying to get out of debt and get something done. And it was really weird on Saturday after we did this long shoot, Joan had asked me, you know, a bunch of questions and she tried to fix me up with some guy and, in New York and like, you know, like she's so like such a Yenta, like in the most wonderful way. And, and we're there with her hair girl who's been with her for 20 years, her makeup girl who's been doing it for 22 years, yeah. her, uh, publicist who's been with her 22 years. And the gay guy that is her stylist has been with her for over 10. So it's like, she can't be much of a monster if people stick around no, that long. Right. And I think she's really nice. And I didn't get that from the documentary at all. Yeah. I thought, I got that she was, her work, her need to be on top or to have something going on was a little bit like, oh, you can't relax a little bit. But I never felt like she treated people badly. No, she's And I incredible. knew from when I auditioned for that show with her how nice she was to everybody. Yeah. Um, 
I said to her uh, later in the day on Saturday, I go, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I just can't believe how kind and warm and affectionate mm-hmm. you mean. Cause like literally she go, come here and I would like hold my hand. Mm-hmm. Like just so like, so sweet. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, grandmotherly only in the most complimentary sense. Right. Maternal. And, um, yeah. And she goes, you know what? I've been up and I've been down. And when I've been down, the same people that were my biggest fans when I was up have said some of the meanest things that I've ever had said to me right to my face because you can, when you're down, they can, they can talk to you like that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know what? I just realized there's no upside in being shitty to people. There's just no, there's nothing in it. And I thought that was kind of amazing that it wasn't, you know what kid, the person you shit on today could be the studio executive a year from now. Yeah. So it's in your best interest to be nice to everyone. It wasn't that it wasn't like in this weird sense of self-preservation or it was really like, you know what? Really? At the end of the day, it's just not worth being a monster to people. Yeah. I don't know. I was really blown. She's got, of course the most amazing celebrity anecdotes and stories and stuff. And then, you know, she asked me for a couple of like, pieces of my act like I want to tell me something from you you know you talk about on stand up and and I did like the most vulgar thing for my act about my niece and my tattoo and and she loved it and thought it was hilarious and she goes well I have to go online and look for clips of you doing stand up and I was like well please I have a trunk full of DVDs and she goes go right now and get me two I'm like she wanted a DVD like it's just so weird to think that Joan Rivers has my DVD and my stand up and could be like sitting on a plane in a pashmina in first class Watching it, it. I, she's going to watch it. It's just so weird. I know. So it's my fantastic. goal is to be invited to that Thanksgiving dinner that she has. Yeah. And then to open for her and then for her to die and leave me everything in the will. And that for Melissa and I to be in a very nasty court battle for <laughs> many, many years after that. And anything short of that, I will consider a failure. Yeah. So that's, that's what I so feel. so exciting, though. It's great. Yeah. And I, I adore her. So, you know, so that's exciting. And I have to go over to her house and watch the Emmys with Joan Rivers and like a bowl of popcorn and then write jokes that night because then we shoot the Emmy special the next morning. When is the Emmy special? The 29th. The 29th. And so Monday the 30th, we'll shoot it and it'll air that night. Wow. And then I believe the panel, I believe then the, the, the first episode of the regular show tapes the following yeah. Monday and airs on Friday. But it's the 10th. supposed to start like the 16th in terms of work, if I get it. August 16th. August 16th. Yeah. The panel is supposed to be Khloe Kardashian, uh, Juliana Rancic, and um, Jay Manuel. Right. But I guess their deals are not all finalized, so that could change. Okay. So um, there you go. But yeah, so we might be. We could be carpooling over to E. Oh, I just want a job. I just want a job so bad. So, yeah, it's good. They just love you there, Dennis. They they all – everyone talks about what a great job you did when you filled in for me for two oh, weeks when I was you. in P-Town. And, and then, you know, apparently you were just fantastic in this meeting that you had with the execs for oh, Fashion Police. That, it was kind of a weird meeting it. because they they weren't very clear about what they wanted for the show, and it wasn't – they weren't really driving the car. So at a certain point, I thought, I need to drive this car a little bit. And I had written some ideas down. And I said, well, I understand that you're doing some kind of this. And here's some ideas that I had and started talking. But it was this weird, you know, in a weird, in a meeting like that, you want to react to what's coming at you. Sure. And then I thought, oh, that's not working. Yeah. No, it, was, it wasn't working. It wasn't like making me look bad. But I was like, that's not letting me 
um, reacting is not going to be enough. Be enough. Right. So that's all. But they were nice. I liked them. Well, that's mm. awesome. Oh, I hope. Oh, it'd be so nice to have that. Movies and more, Movies Dennis. Movies and more. Um, what was I going to say about it all? Oh, shit. Um, that would be so great. And um, so date, thanks for all that. Dating multiple men with penises. Oh, I have to tell you this. Jo- yeah. So, okay. It, for part of the press trip, I get two spa massages, two spa treatments. One was at the Valley Ho mm-hmm. Spa. And this dude uh, was amazing, got up on the table, did all this stuff. And I love to get massages. I yeah. just love them. You don't like them. I, do I not. love them. Um, and the next day, I couldn't move. My, I was stiff and painful mm-hmm. and different than my ang- angsty pain. Yeah. But seriously, like, oh, my God. And then even the next day after that, and even right now, I can feel it. And But then I got another massage yesterday as part of our thing. But I was like... So the first guy did you wrong? I think he did me wrong or else I slept funny or something. But I was like really stiff and couldn't turn my head. And I managed and I, I didn't miss any of the Did you make a mess in the sheet? Sheets I did at least? not. Little dabble do yet. Dennis. I didn't. But they had nice sheets. But it was like I was I spent like the second half of the trip kind of like uh, like um, stiff and not in a good way. I can imagine that hotel maids have seen it all. That would be a great book. Yeah. Interview a bunch of housekeeping staff from hotels. Yeah. You'd have to speak Spanish. Sure. But interview a bunch of housekeeping staff and find out what's the grossest thing yeah. you've ever seen and just the, how many of the towels you don't even try to wash. You yeah. just burn them. Have you ever been to the Intercontinental? It's relatively new. No. It's in Paradise Valley and it's set up against the rocks and it's like Moroccan Spanish. Oh, theme. I've been to the, I dropped my sister off there. She just went to a wedding. I think they have weddings there. Ago. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It looks beautiful. And that spa was amazing. And that's where I had the second thing. Um, I have a funny thing from the dish this week. Oh, Brett busted out. We had a joke that got cut and I just want the world to know this joke. Cause I thought it was hilarious. Um, the clip was the bachelorette alley choosing between the, uh, Latin heart throb, Roberto, right, or Chris, who was an all stand-up guy, just fantastic in every way, right? And she's meeting. Um, so both guys are meeting Ali's family, and Ali's mom is sitting alone with Roberto on his time, and she's head over heels for him. Not like in love with him in a sexual way, but she just wants the mom. The mom is so charmed by him and wants yeah. him for her daughter, and sees how happy her daughter is with him. And though he has no accent. But his name is Roberto. It ends in an O, and he's clearly Hispanic. Right. The mother goes, I just want to tell you something, and I don't even know if I'll say it right, but... And then she says in Spanish, I can see your heart is very pure, or something. And then she kind of shrugs, and that's the end of the clip. And our joke was, I don't even know if I said it right. My Spanish is so limited, but, well, obviously I, I didn't say it correctly because you're still sitting here and my pool is still filthy (laughs) (laughs) it was like this incredibly tender moment (laughs) and the network of course wouldn't let us do it but the network did let danielle fischel ask america who sharded 
We did a joke with shart. I like that. I think that's good. Dr. Oz played a clip about how farting six to 20 times a day is healthy. And he goes, who's farted during this segment? And some guy in the audience is dumb enough to raise his hand. And so we just keep playing the clip of the man raising his hand. And Daniel's like, well, who's farted uh, more than 20 times? Who's farted more than 200 times? Okay, who sharted? <laughs> and, and it's this guy. We're pinning it on this guy in the audience. So I can't believe I that it. they let that go through. But I brought up the dish a few times in Phoenix, and people knew it. And they are like, oh, that's what Daniel Fischel. And I was like, yeah. Wow, that's so um, neat. Last night was our last night, and we went to Durant's. Have you ever eaten there? Durant's is legendary. Yeah, supper club. Really neat. Expensive, but Bright delicious. Bright pink on the outside, and then just big Naga Hyde booths You inside. expect Frank Sinatra to walk in and blow yeah. somebody out. It's kind of Sopranos-y. And you enter through the kitchen. Yeah. And they, they didn't do that to be like, oh, look how clean we are. It was sort of like... Because there was a lot of, you know, un- illegal stuff going on back in the day, and it was kind of like the sneaky way in yeah. and out, and it became a tradition. But anyway, what, we were joined by a gay city council member named Tom Simplot, and I thought, oh, brother, this gay politician will have to be, you know, buttoned up a little bit or whatever. Right. He was super cool. Wow. And really irreverent. He had just come from a pool party and he was going to another pool party. Oh my God. What? And I, what? And I, cause I, was, I kind of was, had a crush on him because he was fun to talk to about politics and he was really dishy and <laughs> he uh, he had been in a relationship and they broke up and so he was on the divorce diet with the trainer. So he looked pretty good. He was probably like 50-ish. Jeez. And he took us back to his penthouse apartment over Central. Yeah, you need and to I Google this shit. I know. I'm not a big high-rise living person in L.A. Right. But in Phoenix, it would be super cool for some reason. Yeah. Because the views and the sunsets and um, – yeah, it was all about the city council member. And um, – Well, yeah. okay, couch potatoes, here's your assignment. You – I want you all to dig up whatever dirt you can find on this guy. Yeah. I mean, but, but good stuff. And uh, I don't even know if I have his. Let's I don't see even if I don't he's even, uh, marriage material for Dennis Hensley. I don't know. I doubt it. But uh, he was going to another pool party later, and he made it Jesus. sound like, you know. A pool party like, after eating at Durant's? Yeah, I know. That's like big eating. That's huge eating. And that was every meal. Jeez it was crazy. Um, well, I'm, I'm sorry that it took us uh, 10 days to get another podcast out, bad. but these schedules have been really tricky, but tricky, hopefully tricky. we'll be able to get one out to you guys every week. Uh, make sure that you visit our sponsors. Dr. Kiss is still the world's greatest lip balm. That's it right. Fantastic. And uh, my P-Town boyfriend, Matt, sure loved it also. Dr. Just Kiss? saying, yeah. I used a little last week on one of my dates. See? I did. And your date said, hmm. What's going on there? Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. It was a surprise date. The Montrose bowling date. Oh, okay. Yes. That's good. Yeah. See? See? Kissing and loving and hugging. Yeah, you can find sleeping. me on Facebook or at TonyTripoli.com. You can find Dennis on Facebook or That's at DennisHensley.com. And please, please, drop us a line. Write us an email at TheComedyCouch at gmail.com. That's right. And if you're in L.A., come and see us in the Mismatch Game. So exciting. August 20th through the 22nd. Maybe by, you know. No, invite 20th, 20th, 21st, 21st, and 22nd. And 22nd. Okay, yes. good. Yes. Maybe invite Joan if she's around, if you guys are chummy chum by then. Well, you know, Joan Rivers is mostly in New York. She's right. just flying in like one or two days a week. But yeah, it would be great. Get Melissa if we there. Could, it'd be amazing if we could get get her, you know, on the panel. Maybe uh, maybe she'll, she'll do it. a night for the reality show. Maybe she will. Wouldn't that be amazing? She, well, it would be a fun thing for her to do. Yeah. And it's a good thing. I'll and pitch the idea to her. Why not? All righty, you guys. We love you for listening. Wow. And we will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you Bye. for listening. Bye.